welcome to I'm Jealous, hosted by me, Vicki Cato. This podcast tells the story of my journey to finding myself and starting my business. Hello, hi friends, it's me, it's Vicki Cato. Welcome to the I'm Jealous podcast. Um, so on today's episode, we are going to be talking about branding. Um, before I get too far into it though, I want to touch a little bit on what we talked about last week in regards to mentors. Um, I attended a really great event that was put on by Shannon Lore from Factory 45. Um, She was the Jelly Spotlight last week and like I said, I signed up for all of her newsletters. I'm part of her Facebook group and so recently she actually put on a free webinar where she kind of goes through a lot of the steps that she would teach in her um, Factory 45 program, which is like a business school for fashion entrepreneurs. So she goes into quite a bit of detail. It was a four-day seminar for about half an hour a day, I want to say, and she just told us about how you can start your fashion brand successfully and how you can leverage crowdfunding in order to do it. And she also discusses some of the points that will hopefully make your brand um, more likely to be successful. So I just wanted to give um, a few points on what she'd said because I thought they were all really, really important. Um, So she said that number one, you have to select um, an ideal target customer and the best way to do this would be to find a gap in the marketplace um, and to solve a problem and find a niche. So I think for me, originally I thought that that was going to be, my niche would be tall women. I'm still really back and forth on that and we're going to talk about it a little bit more um, in regards to branding, but I guess my niche would be tall women, but that is still TBD. And then the problem that I'm solving would be not being able to find pants that are full length. So I think I kind of met that objective that she set out. Um, The second point that she brought up was it's important to build an audience before you launch so you have customers waiting to buy. I'm pretty sure that I've talked about this before. And it was something that I knew would be important. You don't want to launch to crickets is something that she says in her emails. Um, So you want to make sure that you start engaging and connecting with people as soon as possible, Um, even before you feel ready, before you have samples, before you have anything to sell. You're supposed to be finding your niche and your target customers and trying to get them to sign up for your email list. So that was something that she really, really hammers home is the importance of an email list, a subscriber list, because she said that converting email subscribers into customers is much easier than trying to convert like an Instagram or Facebook follower um, into a customer. So oh, and the other thing she said too in regards to that is that your email list is something that you own. Because you never know what's going to happen with social media, with Facebook, with all those different platforms. Essentially, as soon as you put it up there, it is no longer yours. They can do whatever they want with it. They can, you know, delete your page. They can restrict your access. They can do a ton of things to it. So your followers on Instagram are not necessarily owned by you. However, your email subscriber list is. And so it's super, super valuable. 
Um, so yeah, that was point two. And then point three was to raise money for production without risking your own savings. I'm so sorry if you can hear Bax at his bowl again, but hopefully you don't. Um, like I said, he always goes to town when I try recording my podcast. Oh, I don't know why. Anyways, so point three is to raise money for apparel production without risking your own savings. So how she suggests doing this is through crowdfunding um, or essentially pre-sales. So you can do pre-sales on your own platform through Shopify or through um, an Instagram virtual pop-up or you know lots of different ways. But essentially what you want to do is make sure that you have customer orders for your product before you even have all of the production done. So let's say you launch a pre-sale today and you say, okay, once we close this pre-sale, it will be about three months for you to receive your pants. Most, for me, I would be like, oh my God, would anyone actually be okay with that? But what Shannon talks about is how this is something that happens all the time. And by having that email subscriber list and cultivating and growing and nurturing that relationship with your subscribers they are willing to wait for your product so I'm really really I would say like 99% certain that I am going to launch on Kickstarter it's still uncertain as to when that's going to be but I'm pretty sure that that is what I'm going to do and she goes into all of the reasons why it is important Of course, you don't have to um, spend your own money to do it. Um, It tests the market so that you know that, okay, what I'm about to invest all of my time and energy on, someone actually does want it. And I think for that alone, it's so worth it. So even if you have twenty dollars or $50,000 saved to start your brand, it's good for you to put it out there first and see how many customers are actually willing to put their money on wanting your product. That way you know that you're not about to sink all of your savings into something that no one is really excited about. So that was part three. And then she goes into um, the actual framework that she uses in Factory 45 and the five pillars. Um, Honestly, the five pillars are essentially the same thing that we just talked about. It's compelling message and storytelling, engaged email list, engaged social media following, high quality photography, and a video asset. So these are all things that are kind of in the other points that we talked about. So I don't think we have to go into them in great detail, but I did want to share that with you guys just in case there is anyone who is looking to start a fashion brand. Um, Shannon Lauren Factory 45 has so much really good information. Of course, at the end of the virtual webinar seminar thing, she of course pitched her program. Um, they had, I want to say it was open for like a month where you could, um, register to get into the program for this like semester. Um, I don't have the money and I don't feel like I want to do that right now, but I would, I would say check it out if it's something that you think that would it would be helpful to you it wouldn't hurt to at least check it out and see if maybe you can get the encouragement and the resources through her program to do this fashion thing so yeah so yeah that's it (laughs) that's it for the 
I just wanted to wrap up because we did talk about her last week and I did go to her session and it was really, really helpful. So I think it might be, you know, it would be worth a try if you are interested. But of course, I don't get anything from telling you guys this. You know, I went the free route with Factory 45, but I just wanted to put it out there because I wish I had known about it sooner. I think it it would have given me a much better plan of action. Um for me, it was a lot of hit and miss and like trying a bunch of different things. Whereas if I had this framework to begin with, I think I could have been a lot, a lot more focused and targeted in my approach. So that takes me to our topic today, which is on branding. And my plan is to probably do the next few episodes on branding because it is so important. And when I say branding, I mean marketing, advertising, and then of course, creating a brand identity. Um, it's something that Shannon talked about quite a bit and I feel like I am just very, very unprepared for everything marketing related. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with it and I do find the whole thing kind of daunting. So I just really wanted to talk to you guys about it and kind of force myself to really start thinking about it and taking action on it, taking deliberate action on it. So um, yeah, let's take a quick break and then we will jump right into branding. Okay, are you ready to talk branding? I know I'm not, but we're going to do it anyways. Um, So like I mentioned, um, Shannon from Factory 45, I swear I'm not going to talk about her very much anymore. Um, But it all starts with having an email subscriber list. Like that is the, you know, golden ticket for success in in the way that she teaches it and how she preaches it. And it makes a lot of sense to me. Um, If you have an email list with a hundred people that are willing to support you, I mean, that's really all you need. You can take that to the bank. They're going to be your first um, sales. They're also going to be the people who tell other people about it and grow your brand. Um, And that you can also rely on them as a resource to do some testing and stuff like that too, right? If you're stuck between two different colors, you can reach out to them and say, hey guys, this is what I'm thinking. You know, get back to me with any feedback. Do you prefer the blue or the green? You know, that type of thing. So I understand and I, I'm i on board with the email list. But in order to get email list, um, to get emails for your email list, you need to have a landing page. So you need to have a website that people can go to and register for your updates and to be part of your email subscriber list. So that's where it all begins. And that's where I'm at right now. I know I've been back and forth on this whole landing page, but I have 100% committed to creating a landing page. I gave myself a deadline of the end of this month. So by October 31st, I will have a landing page. Um, I think that it's probably going to be pretty basic and I'm going to try to keep it that way because as we talk more about branding, I want it to be something that is going to grow with me and I can already see how much things have changed just in the last like two or three months or so. So I anticipate that that will continue. So I don't want to have, you know, anything that's too busy or too specific or unique in case, you know, in a month from now, I'm like, hey, I don't like that color anymore. That doesn't really go with the actual 
colors for my photography or whatever. Like I just wanted to be very clean, very fresh, very light, and just, you know, pretty basic. So that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to put together the landing page, hopefully over the next couple of days, just kind of saying a little bit about the brand, about my mission and what I'm trying to do, and then trying to encourage people to um, sign up for my email list. Um, The other thing too with doing that and trying to entice people to sign up for your list is to offer some sort of like a reward. And normally once you have a business and you have a product to sell, that reward would be like 10% off if you join our email list or free shipping if you join our email list. But because right now I don't have a product to sell, I need to entice, you know, potential customers with something else. Um, Shannon does give some options and it's going to be up to me to get creative and figure out what that's going to look like for me. That's going to kind of fit with my brand and what it is I'm trying to build here. So I'm going to have to give that more thought. That is on my list to do is to come up with that um, that freebie that's going to make people want to sign up. I really don't know what it's going to be, but hopefully I'll think of it because it, I need to have something to put on there that are going to make people want to, you know, join my little my little group. So website is going to be done this month. Um, for color scheme, which is also going to be really important. I'm thinking, like I said, I'm going to go with something really plain. It's going to be like, I'm still not sure. To be honest with you, I'm going to have to see how things look when I'm putting it together. I'm building the website with WordPress, um, which I don't, I'm not that great with. (laughs) And I'm going to have to just figure that out. Um, But all of it kind of comes back to my target demographic and my ideal customer and that's the thing that I really wanted to chat a little bit about today because I am feeling very torn you know when I started this I really did it because I'm a tall woman I need pants for work and I couldn't find any and I know this is a struggle that a lot of tall women have so I'm trying to decide whether I want to go full out with my niche being tall women Or if I want to have pants available for all heights and then include that as like a, hey, Utah women, you guys struggle with this. And guess what? We also carry tall lengths. You know what I mean? So I'm trying to decide on that now. For me, I don't feel... Like I'm trying to listen to my gut and I don't feel like I want to be a tall brand specifically, like just a tall brand, like a long tall Sally or, you know, something like that. I feel like I want to be a brand like Gap, like the Gap or like, you know, Banana Republic where they have a standard size, they have a tall size, and they have petites, right? So as a tall woman, I know that I can usually go to the Gap and I can find pants that would at least maybe fit me. I I don't know why that sits better with me right now. I do understand the importance of having a niche and being able to kind of target and focus on that niche, but I am really struggling with how or if I want to do that with just tall women. So 
I think it's important for me to get clarity on that in order to move forward because my branding, my marketing, my slogan, all of that stuff is going to have to speak to that ideal target customer. And I need to know if she is a tall woman or is she, you know, a tall woman, an average height woman, a short woman? Is she any of those women but just needs pants for work, right? So I really do need to come to terms with that. And I don't know how I'm going to get there. (laughs) I have a coaching call with Candice tomorrow, so I'm going to talk to her about it a little bit. And then at the end of the day, I feel like I'm going to have to just decide one way or the other and potentially change my mind down the road if things don't go the way that I want them to. But in thinking about what would be the least risky, I I really don't know. Because part of me is thinking it would be least risky to have a smaller niche that you start with and that would be tall women and reaching out specifically to them and marketing specifically to them. Um, but then at the same time, I feel like It would be less risky if I had a bigger buyer pool. So if I do reach out to different, you know, local publications and I'm like, hey, I'm doing this really cool thing with women's um, pants and they're like, okay, great. Like send me some pants. And it's like, actually, this is only for tall women. Like we don't have anything for you. I, I don't know. I wonder if that would be more risky, right? So I don't know. I'll have to, like I said, just keep doing some thinking on that about my ideal target customer because it's something that I'm really, really struggling with now. In regards to branding, I don't have a lot of experience with it. I don't have a lot of knowledge of it. And so this is going to be something that is not only just evolving, but also I'm going to have to be very focused on testing where when I do something, when I make a change, I need to see how the numbers potentially change. Um, I haven't been on social media for a while. And I think part of that is because I want to have my website ready. I want to have something to say, and I want to figure out those things first before I jump back onto social media, because I've been pretty quiet on social media for the last two months. So September and October, I think I posted maybe two things on Instagram. Um, but I want to come back with a very clear idea of who I am and what this brand represents. I want to be able to consistently show up. And in order to do that, I need to have some focus and I don't know how to get that. I still feel very all over the place right now. So Again, I'm going to talk to Candace about that tomorrow. And at the end of the day, I'm just going to make a decision. I'm going to just decide this is what feels right right now. Start posting based on that. Come up with a schedule and just stick to it. And basically just trial and errors. Put something out there. See if anyone bites. See if anyone likes it. And then just go from there. Oh, pray for me and wish me luck because I don't know. I still... And I, when I was walking my dog today, I told myself, I am not going to say that I hate social media anymore. I'm just going to stop complaining about it. I'm just going to, you know, try harder and be more open-minded and also like not giving a fuck. 
and that was one thing I had lunch was it yesterday or two days ago a few days ago with a friend of mine who have I'm not sure if I've already had her as a jelly segment spotlight but she if she hasn't been she will be very soon because I'm jealous of her all the time she is an accountant by day and then she started um the curvy shop for curvy ladies and she's really into fashion she's so pretty and like fashion forward and has a great sense of style so anyways I had lunch with her she actually she was the one who connected me with Candace to begin with but anyways, I had lunch with her the other day and we were talking about some things with her business. She did um, a crowdfunding campaign. I think it's been two or three years now. And I was just asking her like, hey, how did you manage to like reach your target? And how did you get featured on all of these different things like TV shows and, you know, different news media outlets? And she was like, oh, I just reached out to absolutely everybody. She's like, even if I didn't know someone, I would send them like, you know, an email, a media kit, pictures, and just, I would message everybody. And she, and I was like, oh, I find that so scary because the people that I have reached out to a lot don't respond. And then I feel like shit and I'm like, oh, I'm so dumb. Why did I reach out to them? They think that I'm a loser, that type of thing. And she was just like, yeah, I don't care. (laughs) She's She's like, I really don't care. If no one responds to me, that's fine. But the more people that you reach out to, you'll get more responses from. So when she said that, and she is like a really boss type of girl, so it it makes sense and I wouldn't expect anything less from her, but it made me feel like, okay, I need to adopt that same type of attitude of just not giving a fuck when it comes to trying to promote and launch my brand. I need to be very bold and strong and just know that, you know, this is an amazing thing. And if people don't see it, that's cool. They're just not my people, right? So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to, like I said, get back out there on Instagram and start adding people and start posting and yeah, just start connecting. So that's going to be my next goal in terms of branding. Um, I'm thinking next week we'll kind of jump into that a little bit more. Um, Social media branding and stuff like that. I think it's probably going to be a short little episode just on what I've done and what I've learned. Um, But yeah, I think for now, I'll leave it at that. I have a fitting coming up with um, my pattern maker tomorrow. And is it tomorrow or the next day? it's the next day actually so I have a fitting coming up I'm praying I'm praying that I like everything like I'm so scared and nervous but I'm hopeful I'm just praying that it all goes the way that I want and that it looks good um I also met with my photographer who did some headshots for me a couple of years ago is it actually no I think it's been a year it's only been a year And she's a young woman of color. She's so great. I feel really comfortable with her. But she is a hobby photographer. So she's not like a professional photographer. Um, So when I talked to her about doing my brand photo shoot, she was kind of like, "Mm, I don't know if I would be right for it. I don't really have that much experience. You know, I just do this kind of as a hobby. And I told her like, you know, I really enjoy working with you and I like your vibe. So I'm open to doing it because this is a learning experience for me too 
So for me to spend, I think some of the other photographers that I had, you know, reached out to had quoted me like $2,000. Um, and then I would still have to pay annually for the rights of the photos. Um, instead of doing that, if I could pay like a quarter of that to you and have access to the photos forever and own the rights to the photos and at the same time be learning like what I like and what I don't like because that's a lot of it too where it's like I'm not really a hundred percent sure on what my vision is so I don't know if I would want to invest all that money in a photographer and then not be completely happy with the end result and not by any fault of the photographer but more so because I myself have been kind of like unsure So that's why I'm thinking it might be good to go with this photographer who is a little bit um, more junior and more willing to, you know, grow with me is what I'm thinking. So that was a really great development and we are going to touch base again. Um, She's going to send me some pictures and we've already looked at a couple of places and I'm going to be looking at them in person in the next couple of weeks so that hopefully when I have my samples by the end of November, I'll be able to get started on, um, yeah, my photo shoot, which is really exciting. That's when I can really start putting myself out there. Um, So yeah, exciting. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Kind of, again, not where exactly where I want to be right now, but I'm trying to be patient. So yeah, it's good. It's all good. Um, but yeah, that's the update. Um, I'll have more for you next week and have a great week and thank you for joining me. Okay. Bye. Thanks for listening. 